So welcome back to the podcast. This is Drew Kazusko. I'm Elise Troxel. Um, and you're listening to Main, Main Theory. Theory. Um, we are the departmentalists. I do color. I do cutting. And today we have a very special guest. This is our longtime coworker, Beth Spurlock. Please hey, welcome to the pod. Thank you for having me. Wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> um, so before we get started, I just want you to tell me a little bit about yourself, who you are, okay, where you're from, what you do. Favorite ice cream flavor. Oh, that's, I mean. In that order. Gun to head. I mean, mint taco chip. Yeah. Um, Can we high five? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Well, so a little bit about me. I'm I'm kind of a Richmond native. I grew up about 30 minutes outside of the city in Chester. So kind of a suburban area outside of Richmond. Um, And I've been doing hair now for, it'll be my sixth year in the industry this upcoming spring. Which is pretty cool. Just about to hit that seven year end. Yeah, which is cool. Because <laughs> yeah. um, it's like, you know, Just so many of us. Wait. Yeah, right? <laughs> so many of us don't even make it to that point, you know? Yeah. Um, but I have been in a more beloved now since we've opened one of the OGs. Yeah. Here and oh, I, we'll we'll get there. I have a whole part of this that's just dedicated to those first few weeks and months. Yeah, <laughs> which is wild to think about. But exactly. I um stole stole you with me, Drew. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a pretty weird, simple kind of gal. I like to think <laughs> weird uh, and simple. I, I, you yeah. know, you guys, my lovely coworkers, you kind of you get to see it every day. I sing a lot. Lots of weird dance moves. Lots of noises. Yeah, lots of just noises. Originally, Beth was pegged as our soundboard. Yeah. Or or just a soundboard. You could have, like, you hit a button, like, ready for, like, We just slapped Beth a little and she would make a noise. And then, you know, like, it could be, like, like cheesy radio where you hear, like, a fart noise or something. It'd be like... Yeah. (laughs) And, like, I would be it. We're trying to make Howard Stern look like... NPR. Yeah, like, we're trying to make him look I'm here for so. It. Speaking like, of how Howard Stern looks, what is going on with his hair? You know, it's been so long since I've seen a picture. But this is a hair podcast, Nothing's so I guess changed. this is I'm our. Actually, Nothing's changed. I'm a huge fan of his wife's work. She uh, for sure. She helps with uh, kittens um, and fosters cats. Name again? Beth Stern. So Beth Stern. of course, Aww. I'm a big Beth Stern. Big shout out to another Beth. Shout out, deep yeah. friend of the pod. Another BS too. Yeah, another <laughs> BS. Um, yeah. Cheers to you, Beth. Yeah, cheers yeah. to the best. To the best of the world. This yes. is the this is the second podcast that we've done, and both times I've mentioned the bets in my life. <laughs> I love it. It is true. The bets. Beds. The bets. Bets around. No one's gonna <laughs> ever let you down. See, this is the first example exactly. of how yeah, I just push that button. sentences yeah. into words. Yeah. Into singing. So um, how did you what about hair? What, how did you, how did this happen to you? <laughs> well, who did this to you? Funny <laughs> enough, um, I originally was going to, I graduated high school a year early. Um, I was kind of, I was not very, no, flex, see, this is the thing. Flex. I was really into like sports and stuff. So I got out of school early and I was, you know, on the college track and, you know, doing all that stuff. And I just, you know, it's so funny because I graduated, I got out of high school so early because I was so over it. I just hated school. And then I went straight to college. Which is worse, it's and still it's school. it's it's purely school. It's way worse than high school. So I um, dropped out, probably not even a year in, and uh, I was working at Sheets gas stations at the time. Um, and also, shout out to Sheets if you want to sponsor us. Yeah, you know, honestly, <laughs> I love your cheese fries. I tell my clients all the time that have like teenagers, I'm like, get your kid to work at Sheets. It'll teach them 
hard knocks <laughs> and just how to, you know, customer service, all that stuff. So I still like give my salutes to my years spent at Sheets. It taught me a lot about the world. Uh, but I totally, you know, I fell into it. I, you know, I always had a passion for hair and makeup growing up. I, you know, do girls hair and makeup for proms and dances. Every week in my mm -hmm. house, I would be doing a lot of that. Um, I, in middle school, it's like when I had hair down to my butt, I always had like the craziest braids and all these like, you know, I would always figure out a new way to wear my hair because I'd always get sick of it. And um, it just, it blows my mind that at like 19, it finally occurred to me that, oh, this is something that's something like, that. yeah, like you could do something with this. And um, it's actually a, a friend of mine from high school uh, told me about how apprenticeships work because she was a receptionist at a salon while she was, you know, go, putting herself through school. And uh, she was like, yeah, you should just do an apprenticeship. You don't even have to go to beauty school. And I was like, well, oh, shit. And I, oh, can I curse? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was yeah. like, bleep it out. We, this is an adult podcast. We had, a, we had a 30 second meeting during the last episode and I said, why? And he's like, so anyway. Yeah. So we just decided <laughs> why, that, you know. Why not swear? Yeah. yeah. No. So anyway, Fuck permission, yeah. permission right. granted. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I had, you know, actually just went to Craigslist and I looked under the salon hiring positions and I found an apprenticeship out in the West end. A salon Shout out to the West end. To the West end. Yeah. That's where we started. Started from the West end. Now, we now, now we're here. Yeah, the West um, end is here. Yeah. So uh, it just, you know, it kind of grew. Did my apprenticeship there. Then moved to the salon down in Chocolate Bottom where I actually met Drew. Yes. And we go way back. We go way back. It's amazing. <laughs> um, and now it's just like, it's all moved incredibly fast since all that has started, but I truly did not know. Can you like believe we've been here for three years? No, I really can't. Like it feels like we just blinked our eyes. Yeah. No. And then you I see me. the construction or if I think about like you know, when we all started, we were all in the barbershop. And yeah. now that the salon space, it is in the back and everything. And I mean, even when we have new people in, they're just so excited about the space. And we get yeah. so many compliments on it. We yeah. put so awesome. much work into it. And you, now that you can like see the guests enjoying it and everything, yeah. when it never gets old when they're like, oh my God, it's so pretty in here. I'm like, Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Kelly. <laughs> I'm almost like, I'm like, oh, this whole place, like, psh, I work here every. I feel yeah. like sometimes I take it for granted because I'm like, you're desensitized. I'm desensitized. They're like, you have real plants here, and I'm like, oh, those old things. Yeah. Oh, the, the planter. Oh, yeah, whatever. It's yeah, not a big you deal. Know, you know, it's not a big deal. Um, We're just so, more elevated. <laughs> <laughs> so me and Beth both both worked at um, a salon before, and then we both left once the spot, once we caught wind that the spot was open. Opening, yeah. You told me, because you had a connection. Which is the craziest story ever. So, not to cut you off, but... This the, is where I'm going. Uh, oh my God, it's, it's wild. <laughs> She's getting there and I'm going there. So, when Kelly first bought the the building, it used to be the old Nesbitt salon, which was a big Richmond institution for a very long time. Mm -hmm. um, he was starting to do all the construction, tearing out everything. And he hired my stepdad to put all the granite in the salon. So my stepdad called me when he was literally standing right next to Kelly, I believe, is the story's correct. I mean, Kelly will listen to this and be like, this is bullshit. Yeah. I, never said that. <laughs> I never said that. I never said that. I never said that. Um, <laughs> but uh, Harold was just like, hey, yeah, you know, there's a there's a salon that's being built on West Main Street. Um, if, you know, he knew I didn't like my job that I was at with the salon that me and Drew were at. We were just having a lot of, uh, there's like too much freedom, not enough guidance. Yeah. Very, we like, were, small we, we wanted to, also we were booth rental. So yeah. we really wanted to be, you know, employees. We wanted, yeah. Yeah, we we wanted, wanted to, to be part, part of, you know, a business and help it More grow. of a team. Yeah. 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 Maybe things go down. We were, we were not in. Let's for another episode. <laughs> we also <laughs> were just in the positions. I feel like we weren't in the position with our books, um, not being built up enough to 
be successful in that right. environment. So, I mean, it works for a lot of other styles. It just didn't work for us. But um, Harold, you know, he talked to me on the phone and he was just like, yeah, there's a new salon being built in West Maine. And I was like, oh yeah, what's it going to be called? And he said, Immortal Beloved. And I was just like, no, that's Immortal Beloved. That's a DC that's brand. Like the one, that's like that's Kelly Gorsuch's place. Yeah. And I immediately, because I followed Kelly on Instagram. I followed Immortal Beloved on Instagram for probably since my apprenticeship. Yeah. I, I'd always dreamed about that salon. I mean, just the space alone. Yeah. Again, it was the space that got me from the, the beginning. And I remember seeing the, you know, the bathtub with the plants and everything. And mm-hmm. just being like, this place is so dope. So cool. And, um... And then my stepdad told Kelly, he was like, yeah, my daughter like knows of you in the salon. And I think and Kelly just didn't, he, I think he was kind of just amazed that anybody in Richmond, small, smaller town, right. even knew who Outside he was. DC, yeah. um, and he agreed to meet me. And we literally had a meeting downstairs in where the salon space is now or actually by like the shampoo area. Um, and it was a complete construction zone. Like there was no stations, around. nothing. Everything was gutted. It was insane. And he promised me nothing. I remember just, look, I just remember, I actually, funny story, on the way to the interview with him, I stole my ex-boyfriend's car because I woke up late and my ex-boyfriend didn't have license plate or tags on his car because he was a loser. And I literally like ripped down like Maine to get there. Like, and I, the, like, I don't care if I get pulled yeah, over. Yeah, I was I just like, let him try to stop me. I was like, damned. yeah. And I remember like, you know, I probably just looked like, shit i don't know i don't like it's just so cool though just to sit with kelly for like 20 minutes have him tell me everything he didn't promise me anything and i was just like you I'm know told. yo i want to be a part of this and it's so funny because at the end of it i was like that went really well but do i have a job i don't know <laughs> I, don't like, I, like, I was like uh, I, I didn't think like, we actually talked about that I, yeah <laughs> i feel like it would be great for all of the ogs to we each have a significant Kelly story when we like my I have a story when I came in here like Sarah Parker from Tiger's Eye was with me yeah. to help me get through it oh I remember I was that scared. yeah and uh, it was like four hours and I'm like Nikki was the only other person here and uh he was like show me and like tell me all about like what the environment was gonna look like and yeah. I was like I can't imagine any of this I don't have any vision like, like these like are big do. dreams here buddy yeah. and I was like there's just like anyway so I think it'd be really funny if we all like yeah, I've made a sure. little book about like all of our individual story, Kelly though, stories. Yeah, yeah. yeah but um, that's amazing. So once you got started here, you kind of like went somewhat back into like stylist apprentice mode. You you kind of had that Kelly mentorship. Yeah. Well, in because, that because I think still you're the first person to go through. Yeah, his apprentice. Yeah, class. I'm his first apprentice in the RV. Uh, the RV. That doesn't RV, make sense. RV. RV. We're wow. an RV. Yeah, we're really tight um, on the road so. again. No, I. So it was so funny because I got hired as a stylist because um, I was working as a stylist and I had a big old ego. And I think that was mostly because I uh, was working at the salon that me and Drew were working at uh, that really had no supervision. And that's where I kind of got a lot of confidence because where I did my apprenticeship where I didn't learn very much at all besides just like the basics of like managing a salon and like, you know, how to act, you know, don't, Mm -hmm. you know, don't be crazy out there. You know, I worked in a salon that was established for 30 plus years. All the clients have been there since the beginning, you know, they're all older. So it's just more mature and it was just a little bit, you know, more, it was elevated and it's Mm -hmm. right. You know, it was a very, it was a higher end salon and I really appreciate the growth like that kind of knowledge I got from that experience alone. But then when I went to the salon in Chaco, I just had this, you know, 
the gates were open and I, I had, you know, free reign. My boss was just like, yeah, go nuts. You're awesome. And yeah. like, it blew smoke up my ass truly. And then when I came to Immortal, I was like, yeah, I'm ready to rock this shit out. And I realized that I was just like, oh my God, I'm really in over my head. Yeah. Like I really need to like, and then the way that it all kind of happened, I mean, Kelly was just super, cause he's always like great about telling you that you really need to work on your shit without being like, you suck. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and I don't think I sucked, but I just had a lot of room to grow. You need to check. Yeah. And um, my main, the apprenticeship with him was brutal only because I was breaking you know, all these bad habits I had learned working in the salon that I had apprenticed at and, you know, going through the apprenticeship, which is like, you know, you go to two years of beauty school. I didn't really have all that educating um, that, you know, we've gotten here. Uh, so, you know, everything else, I kind of just like faked it till I made it. So. Uh, oh, girl, that was a big, I remember like people. Like since I was, being a hairdresser. Yeah. Since I was technically an apprentice, but taking clients and people would be like, how long have you done hair and everything? And I, like, I just had to kind of dodge that question yeah. because he was like, they don't need to know or whatever. And it yeah. was like, well, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I should be saying something, right? Like I should be mentioning, you know, and he was like, he was like, no, like you don't really have to, like it's all above board and everything, but just don't mention it, you know? And I was Which like, weird. so weird. Right. Yeah. So, so when I got here, it's like, same thing. I had to like check an ego. I thought I knew a bunch of stuff also because when I went to school, what I was being taught was like also below me. Like right. at, that, at that point in my like learning, when I went to school, I already knew a decent amount of stuff. Yeah. So I got to like be the teacher's pet and everything. And then when I got here, Kelly was the first person to be like, this is how we do it. These, like, it's not what you're This used- is how we do it. This is how we do it. And la, da, 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 da. Do you guys want to pay like $20,000 for the royalties to that song? Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> Cut that out. Cut this, that out. This, this, no, this is how we don't it. Yeah, exactly. That was parody law. Boo. That was covered by parody law. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Lawyers. Um, but the same thing, I had to check an ego. And I feel like if you didn't have that ego check in your apprenticeship, you're probably. No offense about stylists. Now. Yeah. So if, yeah. You didn't, if you didn't have somebody to like kind oh of reform you and That's like, the best way to put it. No I, offense. But like if your apprenticeship was like everybody just like blowing smoke up your ass and telling you like you got it. Like, yeah, you got you it. Figure you're it out. You, like you're you, doing great. You'll learn eventually. Wow. Yeah. I'm just thinking about you're going to be the worst. You're, you're probably be the worst. I'm thinking about the salon owners I work for that obviously never got checked in their apprenticeship. Yeah. Like every salon. Even owner. my, even my, my, uh, our owner, the, um, at my first salon, she definitely was the first person oh. to be like, when I was your age, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. when I started out where you are right now, here's how it Here's went. how I love that goes. story you yeah. tell about um, what they said to you. Like, you know what I mean? When you That's realize, a whole, when, like, I know what you're talking about with apprentices. Because yeah. that's like, it, it's, a, it, it's a thing that happens when you get hired in the salon. And I think we all know it from B, because we all did apprenticeships. We didn't yes. do B school. And oh, I did both. He did both. Or you did but both. I, that's I did, true. I did yeah. That's true. Two half apprentices and one full right, school. Right. Right. You come in, you're all sparkly eyed, you're so excited, you're ready to just like jump into any you're like conversation. an anime character. Yeah, yeah. you're just With so you're the most annoying fucking person. Yeah, they hate you. To all the size. I was so hated. I still feel like I was eager facts. beaver, and it's because they're tired, honestly. And you know, <laughs> Well, it's because no, they they like got that beaten out of them pretty early on. Yeah, exactly. And, we, and I think that the reason that ours has been able to be, to peak for so long is we're because, all just as weird as yeah. <laughs> it's because we're all together, and also I think because of Instagram. True. I think True. because like the industry took a major shift in how it and how it we all work in relation to each other. I think yeah. 
Absolutely. I think too now, like in my apprenticeship, the first time it was a lot more like, well, you'll get there. We'll like, we'll sit down eventually and do. And that's what happened to me. I got, always I got, tomorrow, I got, next you got, week. You got led I on. never got any direct education. I mean, I can probably count the number of times on one hand of when I actually had a real class during my apprenticeship. Mm-hmm. And, you know, where I did that, it was mostly, everybody was focused on color. So there was no cutting program. The cutting that they did was, you know, Sponsored by sponsored by whatever company you use. Redken. Yeah, yeah. Redken. Like it was it was like point. yeah, pivot, point, pivot classes. point classes. Yeah. Things and like it's that. mostly like selling. We add-ons. only had two. And I mean, yeah. I didn't even do a single haircut the whole time I was apprenticing for two and a half Same. years. I did not do one haircut. I did color. I did a balayage when I was like 19 before I even hit the thing. I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna do this. Like yeah, I got this. It's something. And, and actually, like looking back, it wasn't bad. I think that was like my first instinctual thing is like when it came to hair was painting. Um, I grew up painting, grew up helping my mom paint houses, um, things like that. You know, my mom would always, it was grunt work, but she would always make me uh, paint the white woodwork in houses. Oh yeah. Uh, in our house. When we repaint, Yeah. Uh, Cause I was tiny and she didn't like bending over, you know, just make the seven year old do it. <laughs> but yeah, if I had, this, yeah. exactly make the child do it. But if I had, if there was a single drop of paint that was bleeding over, she would make, she would show me how to smear. And so it's like, it's that brush stroke. So yeah. it's like balayage to me with painting hair. That was a, first thing that I gravitated towards it was just it just was instinctual and it, yeah. I could visualize where without any classes you know where you wanted to place where something. I wanted to put a highlight that made more sense to me than foiling yeah I've only just now really kind of wrapped my head around foiling and started implementing it in different um clients hair just depending on what they want like I'm a full foil highlight I love foils do I love doing them sometimes I'm getting there yeah um but balayage was truly is still my first and you know Probably my forever love. love. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. It was just the most satisfying, you know, and it gets better and better the longer, you you know. Oh, I know. Sometimes you like see balayages that come back and you're like, oh my God. I know. I love balayage like five months after the fact. Yeah. Sometimes they're so nice and connected still. And there's just all this debt. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I love about this. Like, how we do hair now is that you, you give your clients options to come back. Yep. I always, when we're leaving, you say, okay, max maintenance is going to be this. If you want to really keep up on it and like yeah. keep it looking like this sure. all the time, always, if you're cool with the fade and the grow out, here's your minimal maintenance routine. And that way you give them options to be like, okay, well maybe like after the holidays. This is why maybe. I like doing both. This yeah. is why I like color and cutting because I have the option to paint a client. Let's say she's, you know, a level seven six or whatever and she just wants some golden highlights painted through okay easy we do a partial we paint it all in we do a cut she goes on her merry way I might see her again maybe two other times during the year for more painting but the cool thing with cutting I always tell my guests if I've colored them I'm like you can come in for color whenever you feel like you're ready for an adjustment just see how it goes maybe a glaze but if you know your highlights start to get a little funky come in for a haircut because how Kelly taught me how to cut hair now I have that utility belt of, you know, dry texturizing. And so I really can go in and taper. I can make the color completely different as it grows out. Right. So I really love giving that to my, you know, I'm 25. I have a lot of clients that are in high school, college, um, just starting off who have young kids at home who don't have the means to come in, you know, and we all get clients kind of, you know, in and out of our age range, but it just happens. I'm really good with teenagers. I'm good with like college girls. It's just, you know, we have a good time. But it works out really well because they get the hair they want. It doesn't 
break their bank because they're all putting right. themselves through school, things like that. And they're able to come in for the cuts more often, which is what I love to do more. Right. Um, but I can never give up color for some weird. weird. You love to paint. Uh, yeah. Love. Addictive. Yeah. It's just like I couldn't. I get it. I just can't quit you. Just can't quit you. I, yeah. I struggle. I, I struggle with that too. I think that um, one side note. I would love to learn more about that. Uh, you know, cutting so you can make color pop more because that's something that because I don't do both anymore. I side note. That's a huge. Like, I mean, uh, next time you do that on someone, yeah, it over absolutely. Um, but um, it's so interesting that. Uh, I kind of wish that I had something with color that I still wanted to do. I love that you still, like, you love Bali. I mean, um, we, we all have those days, though. Oh, sure. Where you see Stacey on the book, purple balayage, and she wants platinum hair, but she still wants it to be painted. Yeah. I'm like, you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah. Like, I was like, I am just like, that's at that point, I'm like, go to Ashley, get a bleach out. Yeah. I don't want to exactly. deal with it. Like, and well, that's, that's what's beautiful about our environment. Yeah, we, I think because some of us do departmentalize, it creates a whole culture, salon-wide, even barbershop-wide. We're very niche. You know, everybody has their own little things that they love to do. So we're able to, like, send people inside of the same umbrella. So they don't feel like they're being pushed off. Like, they get to actually leave with what they wanted. Exactly. And, like, once we get to that point where, like, truly, like, beyond all means, we are booked to the gills, I have so many people in this city that I could be, like, Honestly, if you want to go see them, like, check them out. Yeah. You want to see that, like, whatever, you know, because our clients aren't our own. Yeah. They get to no. see whoever and they want. It's so funny you say that because I have a – this just happened a couple weeks ago, but I have a client uh, who has seen me for cut and color for a while, and she had hair probably mid-rib cage, like, really, really severely long hair. And she wanted – like Kristen um, Stewart's crazy pixie. Oh yeah. And I had a pixie like back in that. January that was a little bit more like an in-between haircut that Jen Bruce did, um, our coworker. And I took two looks at that and like, it didn't even take me a second of it. You know, I was just like, I'm not the one to do this cut. I know you're my client, but Jen did my pixie. I showed her Jen's page and I was just like, I just want you to have the best hair possible. The yeah. be- like what you're going for. I can like, that is just like, Jenny is just like she she's sees a, it. She does, yeah. she sees and it. she's so good with like those really incredible like editorial like Lived like in just soft, like just well, cool. Haircuts, you get the man. opportunity to watch Jen do that exactly, so, that so I can learn and own it. In, but like I am on like my my kind of style when it comes to doing hair is very simple. I want it to look as good in the salon, you know. I want it to look as good at home. That was weird. I was trying to say it. As good at home as it is in the salon, you know? Like, I want you to leave and be able to recreate exactly what we did in the salon. I don't want you to, you know, because that happened to me all the time. Do you remember how you were taught, like, like growing up in the salon world was, like, you want to give them an unbelievable finish so they they crave no, coming back to you. It it's breaks like, yeah. their heart. Yeah, because like, they, they, break my own they heart. feel yeah. they feel inadequate. Inadequate. They feel like, well, I can't. I can never make it look the way you do. Yeah. Kind of. I don't like that. It because ruins it's like, the idea of their hair to them. Well, then that means that your haircut might not be working. Exactly. Or like, well, then yeah. that means that we need to talk. Well, and how more can we check about, to see if their haircut is yeah. working? If you've given them like a Hollywood look for like a rich right. end evening. Exactly. How can yeah? <laughs> the other thing too is when you blow out and style people to oblivion, and then they get home and their haircut's not working for them it's probably because you, you set it into, styled into oblivion yeah. and you weren't able to go back and check and it, check it. Yeah, yeah no um okay so this is all fantastic 
I have something really important for you. It is the lightning round word association. Okay, so there are. So we have 10 words, and I want you to say your first thought, your connotation, your, uh, your feelings. Um, it's going to start off easy and it's going to get harder. Okay. Oh God. Okay. Um, not sure. harder. My hands are sweaty. More that specific. Okay? Uh, no, that's, that's weird. That's you should a, go that's to a doctor. Not a, my hands you should are see sweaty. a doctor. That's weird. Are you weird. craving mom's spaghetti? Knees weak, arms spaghetti. Palms are sweaty. That Eminem song? I'm no. just looking at, I'm looking at both of them like I'm upset because I can't believe that that just went way over my head. <laughs> All right. Let's start. She's this, obviously uh, a big Eminem fan. Okay. Yeah, totally. So the first word. I love Eminem. First word. Hairspray. Useless. <laughs> I, I love that. I hate hairspray. I love so that. Yeah. <laughs> it's gummy. It's disgusting. Unless you're like a bride that is walking into a tsunami, yeah. do not fucking come at yeah. me. Unless- <laughs> useless. Wow. Okay. Unless you're a bride walking into a, a tsunami, I like that. Yeah. Hairspray is useless. Not that. That's quite a picture you painted. Yeah. Um, Elise, would you like to do this one? Yeah. Beach waves. All day, every day. All day, every day, baby. People love them. People do, and that's how I feel like, what, like 90% of... That's the easiest thing to give to a client to do at home because you can do it and then sleep on it for five days and it just gets better. Yeah. That is it like, like beach when you brush it and yeah, it just you turns into a weird... Like, it's like almost if you have naturally wavy... I, I don't like beach waves the first day. I like beach days like the fourth or third day. And I mean, yeah. they are on their way out. I need to like... I I, that's something that I need to are grow they? on. They're timeless they, in a way, but I also think that they, forever. you know... I need to kind of, that's something I'm excited about working on and kind of improving on is just styling and yeah. coming yeah. up with some new things because I do that almost everybody because they always ask for it. And, um, it's but nice you to want have... to be able to offer them that next thing. Yeah, Be exactly. like, Oh my God, have you seen this? Do you yeah. want me to try it on you totally. today? You and then it. that way they get, your clients are asking you for what they know, but we know better. You know, we know what's going right. to be big next. And, um, okay. So the next one is front desk. Did you ever do front desk? Yeah. You I was did. about to say um, front desk, heart. It's the heart of the salon. Yeah. Like, I, heart. Yeah. Yes. That's just like, that's it's a heartbeat. The, the nervous center. Yeah. Is the, oh it's my the God. center. It's the, the my powerhouse grace. of the cell. Yeah. It's called the nervous center now. Like, that's always where I used to get nervous. <laughs> yeah. Like, it really is the it, nervous I used center. to get so nervous out there because, like, that you had to be, you were taught to, like, to sell clients. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. I remember Like, that don't too. leave without suggesting three products. So I'd be like, here are the products that you can right, Bye. See ya. <laughs> um, my, See favorite thing about, my favorite thing about working front desk, and I even did it here for a little bit when we first started off, was um, voicemails because you get this rehearsed speech in your head, and then um, some, you'll be leaving a voicemail, <laughs> and you'll be doing your speech, and then somebody will pick up in one of your voicemail and be like, uh, um... I'm not a human yet. I need a second. <laughs> I need a second to transition. Need to switch my brain. <laughs> your brain just explodes. Exactly. Exactly. I would um, ask you to do yours because, like, at the drop of a hat, I can be like, "Thank you for calling Immortal." Yeah. Beloved. You know what I mean. Thank you for calling Immortal Beloved. All right. That's speaking. How may I assist you? Speaking of assisting, hospitality. God, this is really hard. You're welcome. That's a, that's a hard word. Just like first thing to unpack. Can we get a word? I know, I'm trying. I don't, like, literally... Maybe a phrase. Maybe you don't have to distill it down to a word. I mean, yeah. Hospitality, to... I mean, that's, like... You can use a food analogy. That is, like... That might make it harder. mm, I just know she loves food. Hospitality. Why is this so hard, right? Like, I seriously... There's a monkey with chimes just, like, banging in my head. The monkey with the symbol in your brain. (laughs) 
Um, chimes. Not wind chime. He's just uh, banging the symbols, little triangle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, hospitality is, I mean, everything. Everything. I... Especially being from a southern town, I, I guess the first thing, I think that's just like, that is like. It's everything. That, yeah. It's everything. It's a whole business. It is the entire thing is all about how the guest is treated and how we treat them. And I feel like I try to make everybody in my chair feel like, you know, an old friend that I haven't seen in a while. So yeah. That's, For sure. Yeah. It's everything. For sure. Uh, this one's a little bit easier. Okay, good. Podcast. Amazing. <laughs> okay, moving on. Okay, apprenticeship. Well, well, <laughs> my favorite. Oh, apprenticeship? Yeah. Not my favorite. <laughs> uh, not my favorite. Definitely not. I had a um, the opposite. Apprenticeship, crying. Yeah. I the cried every day emoji. for a year. Is it the river of tears emoji? Yeah, definitely. Yes. Yes, With the sunglasses. Have you seen The sunglasses. Oh, man. No, <laughs> they're like, they're like two emojis put together. Or and it's like sunglass them. dude with crying dude. Oh <laughs> or it's that picture of uh, New York sitting on the bed with the sunglasses oh, on. That's <laughs> me, like, faces, like, remembering my apprenticeship. I used yeah. to say to people that if you didn't cry every day of your apprenticeship, you didn't have a good apprenticeship. Yeah, I mean, you, it was a lot you of... You probably didn't learn very didn't much, honestly. Much. Or you didn't have those... It's ego checks, and it's big yeah. things of, like, growing pains, and it's, like, especially, like, I feel a lot of us started our apprenticeship so early on, like, mm-hmm. in our... You know, I was 19 when I went to my apprenticeship, yeah, and now we have some kids down there that are 19, mm. and I'm like... Yes, is that what it, I'm is like, what like? They I are feel so old now. Yeah, and they are, like... The stuff that they're talking about and the things that they're deciding, it reminds me so much of like when I first started, mm-hmm. and it really it's refreshing. It's refreshing around. and it's lovely, but at the same time, I have such envy sometimes, I and I like, have to check myself. None of you are like, crying. You guys don't appreciate how good you have it, yeah. and you guys need to because we all had like back in my day, we walked forty feet in the snow <laughs> up and down both ways. Yeah, you know, like, it's just to get one foil. Yeah, just to get one foil, and I didn't even get the one, one foil. foil. Yeah, I, I feel that same way too. Um, all right. So your favorite color? I would have to say a powder blue. Okay, okay. Like a powder blue with a little bit of periwinkle up in there. You know, it's just a perfect color. It matches everything. It matches seasons. It's great. It's both spring, summer, fall, and winter. Yeah. When you think about it. It can go all through. And I mean, it's just calming. And I have the worst anxiety ever. That's so, why I like. Uh, that's why I like those calming kind of pastel. Ch- like children's uh, doctors, uh, pediatricians. Yeah, office so are many of them like are pale that kind of blue. Yeah, powder blue like that. like that. I feel that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and speaking of blue, Pantone's color of the year this oh, year. Yeah. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Okay, so it's like it's classic blue, and it's what, just what? kind of a denim. Okay, it's really pretty. Like standard blue. Yeah, it's really pretty. But you wouldn't like it. It's too dark. Oh, I, I'm cool. an equal blue opportunist. Um, I am upper blueness. Uh, upper blueness. Yes. 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 Um, all blues are beautiful. All blues are beautiful. Yes, they are. Um, okay. So let's. What was the next one? Oh. Um. All right. Easy. Salon Saturday. Cha-ching! <laughs> but also hell. Yes. And also, pizza. but there's pizza. There is but there's pizza. pizza. But there's pizza. It's but cha-ching. Yeah. So in hell, there's money and pizza. Yes. And it's always so on I hope they serve pizza and money in hell. <laughs> Party of three. The thing. The seven types of pizza you eat in hell. Oh my God. That'd be awesome. Um, you want to do the next one? Yeah. So They're um, all room temperature, which uh, is the worst always, way to eat pizza. Actually, they're hot it's either or hot ice cold. cold. That would be yes. my heaven. So I would be Gross. fine. I know. Weirdo freaks. All right. Speaking, of, speaking of weirdo freaks, mannequins. 
Um, oh my god, garbage, 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 garbage. Um, hate, 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 loathe entirely. Never, ever. Will. No shout out at all to um, mannequins. Mannequins are seriously so important though because they really do. I mean, they suck. So if you can make a mannequin look good, you can make a real because real hair is so much easier than a mannequin. So it really yeah. does teach you so much. So. Yeah, garbage, but very useful garbage. Yeah, I really thought that people were just blowing smoke up my ass when they were like, "If you can make a mannequin look good, no, but it's you so can make true. anybody look good." It and is I was so like, true. Oh yeah, because these suck. These suck yeah. hard. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, the last one on the list is our homie Kelly Gorsuch. I didn't say that. <laughs> I never said that. Yeah, I never said that. Uh, if you've ever known Kelly and you've ever had to work with him on a professional level, you will know that at some point in your working relationship, he will say, "I never said that." I never said that. <laughs> I never said that. Um, also, pool shark because Kelly absolute Kel, pool shark. He's got he's got the move. So I'll throw him a bone with that one. But you don't also, wanna... I never said that. I never said that. <laughs> yeah. Um, deep shout out to. Kelly G, who yeah. we are recording in the space right now. Yeah. Um, okay, so these are some just kind of like quick rundown questions. Okay. This is something you would have wanted to know when you started. Oh, um, God, so much. Your perspective now, you get to meet 19-year-old Beth. I would tell 19-year-old Beth, who's starting on her apprenticeship, to listen, not talk, um, when you're in a room with all of your coworkers and there's conversations going on, if somebody doesn't directly talk to you, don't jump into a conversation because it's rude. Um, that applies to the floor. That applies to the floor and like, everything. We, but that was something that I struggled with and I got burned on a couple times. And it's like those cringeworthy moments that you remember. Um, but besides that, I would just say, you know, I would tell myself to listen, to slow down. And sometimes it's okay to just be. I really didn't let myself... I didn't give myself any breaks. I was very, very hard on myself. I've been just learning how to be nice to myself for the first time in forever. Um, my whole existence, I've been, you know, Virgo. So Virgo, I was just gonna. Yeah, say. I'm double Virgo. So yeah. I'm extra hard. All on Virgos, myself. deep oh, friend of the pod. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. you know, but um, I think you know, just telling myself to just be, to listen, absorb, um, and to not, you know, you don't know everything. I mean, yeah. I think that would be the big the thing that everybody would tell their child selves. Like, you just need to, like, you just chill. Don't know. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. So uh, what's something that you want the next generation of hairstylists to know? Um, like, with us? Or, like, just in the whole generation? I think, I think if yeah. you want to go wide with it, sure. Yeah, but if okay. you, you want to make a very direct, pointed message. Um, I would say that, you know, there's so many educators out there there's so many resources to your advantage don't waste your money i mean i would anybody who's trying to get into the beauty industry any hairstylist that's coming in to the industry i would just honestly i would say make yourself like a journal or like a mood board that is just you and you alone like just dump your whole fucking heart onto that page and figure out things that interest you and things that you like and things that you are really passionate about the industry because that's how you end up working in a salon like we get, you know, or yeah. that we are at, that didn't make any sense. Um, they got you. But yeah, no, <laughs> that's how you find your, your group. That's how you yeah. find your people. That's how you find your knit, your niche. And you find um, the clients that are just like you, you know? Yeah. And it's like, I think it's really important to be self-aware and that way you can always kind of go into your day working with clients 
you know, giving them the best experience ever because you're not worried about yourself. You know, right. you're just like, you've already surrounded yourself. You're confident with like, in, your, in yourself. Yeah, enough. confident in yourself. Um, I think just like that would be my biggest thing. And to, you know, there's so, again, there's so many, there's a million and 10 different ways to do hair. There are people out in the world that are doing it in a way that you're probably going to want to learn from and things yeah. like that. Like, don't just settle for what's in your backyard. Like, widen your view as much as you possibly can. Sure. Yeah. Um, all right, something wise someone told you that shaped how you run your chair now. You can't polish a turd. I think those are, that is, you can't polish a turd. That's five words of wisdom that I think everybody should hear. Sometimes it's not you. It's not the salon. Sometimes it's the client. Sometimes it's the client. Sometimes, you know, they might've gotten, I think the, 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 I remember when that stylist, it was actually Ashley who works here. I had a client in my chair who had got <coughs> botched at another salon and came in and was just coming in for blowouts uh, just to kind of like, you know, but her hair was melting off and she just can't, she wanted this really polished, lovely blowout, but her hair was trash. It was melt. It was worse than mannequin hair. It was like, there was you no way. Was I hair. wish it was mannequin hair. Yes. And you know, and I came to the back and I was just, you know, she was getting shampooed and I was really wigging out. And Ashley looked at me and she was like, hun, you can't polish a turd. And I was like, holy shit, you're so right. Like yeah. literally, and, and and I went into it a little bit more confident because I was just like, you know what? I'm going to do my best on this. But sometimes it is the person. And it's not even necessarily just that, you know, if hair is trash, you know, you can, you can do so much for a client, you know, and get them back into that health. But sometimes a person will try to suck your soul and you really shouldn't let them. And, yeah. you know, you have boundaries. You are you are to be respected. You are worthy of, you know, having a good back and forth with people. And, um, there's going to be times where you just meet and you work with people that are turds and just know that there's not really anything you can do about it. And you just yeah. have to be self-aware and confident gotta, and strong the enough. Best you can. Exactly. Yeah. So I would say those are my, that would be it. Uh, so, uh, with that being said, where do you see yourself in the next five, 10 years? Oh my gosh, the five, 10 year question. Um, I see myself here at a more beloved Same. in Richmond. <laughs> I, um, I love Richmond. I love the city so much. I have <laughs> called myself a concierge of Richmond more times than I can count. Um, I love how our city has grown so much. I mean, just growing up outside of this, uh, in the suburbs of Richmond and seeing how much it's grown in the past, you know, 10 years, even five years. I love that it's become so transient. All these like people from, you know, Nova are coming in or even just like people coming to school here and things like that. And they ask me for restaurant recommendations and bar recommendations and things like that. And um, that's the beauty of Richmond. You know, you're two hours away from the beach, you're two hours away from the mountains and you're two hours away from a bigger city like DC. Um, so Richmond has truly like become such a special place in my heart. I truly could not picture myself living or raising a family anywhere else. So I'm hopeful that I get to do that here in the next five, 10 years and um, just keep building it with you guys. And, um, you know, working together and teaching each other everything that we know and learning from Kelly as much as we can and Jenny and everybody else. I mean, that's the cool thing about working for Immoral is that you literally, you know, you, we have our icons like Kelly and Ryan in the barbershop and things like that. But we really do learn so much from each other and we help each other so much and I've never experienced that at any other salon it was always a competition it was always you know just like it was ego yeah and here it's really we've all gotten to like we've all checked ourselves yeah Yeah. absolutely and 
that, you know, five, 10 years from now, I hope I'm here still splitting wigs and I hope it's with everybody. I hope it's with everybody too. Me too. And nobody knew because we hate new people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just uh, kidding. <laughs> um, one thing that you'd like to change moving forward about the industry. What's one thing that you just wish in the next five to 10 years would go away, change, get better? Uh, I would, the one thing I wish that would get, honestly, I'm super excited to see what happens with our product line here at Outskirts. Um, that is something that I'm just excited to see, like getting improved and growing because like we already have, you know, it's, when Outskirts started, it was Edit, and you know we had the very basic line of stuff that Kelly five, developed. Five but it took yeah. him, yeah, it took him like sixteen years to develop those. And um, I remember the first time, and this was before Beach was called Beach; it was Session Spray. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember using that in my hair and curling it. And I had very, very fine, super straight hair, like three hairs in my head, y'all. And I curled my hair. I slept on it. The next day, it still looked the same, and I lost my fucking mind. <laughs> I never, never used a product thing. that had done that, and ever since then, I was yeah. just like, I have to make sure every girl who has hair like mine has this spray. Yeah. And now that we are, you know, we're outskirts, we're rebranded. We have beach spray, we have stylish, and we have all these amazing products. We have shampoo and conditioner, uh, the lived-in cream. I mean, I sell a buttload of those products because they work. They're amazing. They're affordable. They smell amazing. Like, and how and cool is that that I just, you I get can't to wait. say, like, we make it here? Yeah. Like, 20 feet down that <laughs> corridor actually, right there? I bottle in your hand. I actually labeled it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That we've we all here. helped each other label bottles. Yeah. You know, and I've even, like, Kelly's had me smell, you know, testers. Oh, uh, yeah. And I've been like, yeah, I like that one. And now that one's in a product, which is so fucking so crazy. cool. Yeah. It's so cool. And, you know, we have the candles. We have, you know, we're, you know, we have a shave cream. We're talking about maybe some skincare stuff later on. So it's really, I'm just super stoked to see where that grows and comes into because you know we have orbe here and orbe is delicious and decadent and perfect for hair i mean it just is but there's something so fucking special to me with outskirts and um the smells and i mean i can't tell you how many times people it's a constant rebuy people might buy orbe for themselves as a treat once yeah but beach come back i have my girls buying like it Especially my girls that see me like three times a year, every, yeah. every other time they get, a, they get another one. product because they cannot let it go. <clears throat> yeah, and it lasts. It's you know you can use it. I sorry, I could literally talk wanna, yeah, this uh, podcast into the ground about outskirts. Uh, I'm just very deep, deep shout out to uh, our girl Britt. She's our, our manager. manager. Brit She's Brit. the one who Britt. Brit. She's she, the one who runs the show. She uh, is pretty much responsible for a lot of what outskirts. She did the design visually, for the packaging, uh, yeah. advertising wise, uh, marketing wise, and packaging, even down to formula. She did a yeah. lot of the research for shampoos and conditioners, and yeah. I mean, she put on several different hats just to she make was, one Google search. I mean, it was she crazy. packages almost all of it, yeah. and it's insane. So if you, That's if what's you incredible buy, about working here is that like there are so many moving parts, and everybody is so integral. And and like we're creating so much new things, and it just feels yeah. like we're building. That's what I'm most excited about. Yeah, yeah the new is the new stuff. Yeah, I love new stuff. Yeah, outskirts. I'm a sucker just, for novelty. If you guys are listening, I promise this is not sponsored material. Yeah, like outskirts <laughs> will change your life. Yeah, because it's, and really it's local. Yeah, it's local. We yeah. made it in America. You can't yeah. beat that. You're yeah. supporting us, in guys. Richmond. Yeah. Um. All right. So last question. Okay. And then we'll start wrapping things up. Elise, if you would like to take this, if you'd like to do the honors. Um, what is one thing you wish we still did? From the history of hair. Ooh. From, like, all the way back to, like, 
Honestly, 10 years ago to five no, years ago. I'm going like all the way fucking back. I wish we had some cool ass fucking wigs like Marie Antoinette style yeah. with like the ornaments the and everything like that. Yeah. And like, the Baroque oh, yeah. style and like. They would like, put like ship figurines. I know. It, like, it would be, birds. they weigh like 10 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Like, all, like that is oh, like that. And they had vivid colors up. back then too. Yeah. Like, they yeah. they did the powder. powder, powder and and I, think, like, yeah. I think wigs. I mean, wigs in general. Yeah. And I think Drew, you know, sure. agree with Love me a wig. Yes. We, I think, you know, and I mean, wigs are still around and very prevalent. I'm not saying that they aren't around. But, but the style. Oh my God. Like just yeah. like, I mean, I have always been very big vintage kind of girl. Even that and like finger weight. Like that just like very, very old school retro. I would yeah. just love to pick the brain of a hairstylist from the 1500s. Like, what uh, the fuck are you a, bar- a barber who yeah. also is a surgeon. Who also pulls teeth and lets blood and puts leeches on your face. Oh, my gosh. Exactly. Thank exactly. God we yeah. don't do that anymore. Oh, no. I know. And talk about, like, departmentalizing. Yeah. Like, you'd have to be, like, a leecher um, or, like, leeches. oh, I only pull teeth or, like, oh, I actually specialize in, like, leech therapy. Um, I mean, honestly, hair back then was probably so fucking gross. I would never I don't even want to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I still think it's, it's just yeah. cool. I yeah. mean, there's just, like, I think so, too. it's just, it's, that's one of the cool things is just watching how it's all we're in the best part uh we're in the best time time of hair ever where the you know the technology is better the chemicals are better the products are better that next generation they're gonna live in the best yeah Yeah. you know what i mean like our our industry only ever improves it's super cool which is cool yeah but Um, there'll be some retro stuff that's what i would love to absolutely i think that's all the way from like the 1700s to like (laughs) the like 1920s yeah i said 1500s that's way off 1700s is way more versailles yeah but i mean maybe maybe they still got their 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 little leeches and their uh, teeth pulling on you know yeah they're like a casual like visit to the barber i just want to be a princess that's all i'm getting at really not one that gets beheaded but (laughs) yeah yeah well beth we are so happy to have you on main theory today it was so fun talking to you even though we get to talk to you every day it never gets exhausting i am just so happy that i got to be guest number one yeah Um, you number one Uh, that did not sound like an air horn, but we you guys get time. the point. <laughs> I was, that's what I was going to do. I was going to find the, the air horn sound. sound. Oh, okay, we could do that. We got plenty of time. Okay, we can do that in post. And we're an evolution podcast. Yeah. Um, I mean, not on evolution, but we evolved. I got to yeah. tell you guys that since working with you guys, um, I mean, Elise and Drew, for the listeners, I've become like two of my bestest friends. And Likewise. I just can't wait to see us all grow up together yeah. here. And I mean, it truly feels like family. So, yeah. yeah. The pleasure was all mine. Thank yeah. you for having me today. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Yeah. So. And um, our next podcast, we will have Kelly Gorsuch himself. Yes. We're going to have a Big whole. Man uh, if you guys. Well, I'm going to reach out on Instagram and stuff. If you guys want to see a 30 minute, 45 minute or an hour long podcast, let us know. Uh, we could go for three hours. I think all of our, com- all of our interviews combined probably are, is like one 24 hour period. <laughs> probably, it was like yeah. a six hour interview, a 10 hour interview, and yeah. like an eight hour interview. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but so if you guys want to reach out on Instagram, uh, if you want to follow all of us and tell us how you like the podcast and stuff, this has been really fun. It's yeah. been so fun. And, and it's so easy. My Instagram is uh, at Beth underscore I-B-R-B-A. And you can okay, find and seeing yeah. my, um, see me doing my color and cuts because I have not been departmentalized. I'm like all the listeners today, <laughs> exactly. you've been departmentalized. I love it. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm Elise. I'm Drew. And this was Beth. I'm Beth. And you've been uh, departmentalized. Later.